Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thanks for listening to the Hot Corner On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety checkup, including a free one-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Dig your cleats in. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. The pitch from Acevedo. A drive deep to right field. Down the line. The Mariners win this game. Two to one. The dream lives. They're going to the playoffs. The drought is over. Cal Raleigh. Wow. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Covering all things baseball, the big leagues, and the MLB to Portland. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Shut up. And Rutschman will hit a fly ball here. Deep center field. And so long. Adley Rutschman with a moonshot to center field. Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. This is the Hot Corner on the Odyssey app and 1080. The Fan. Welcome into the Hot Corner for Must Be a Wednesday. It's always a Wednesday here, baby. Patrick Harris with you. No Joe Fisher tonight, so it's just me and Schultzy. Hump day. Short Jordan Schultz pulling the double duty on the ones and twos and also will be my lovely, well-regarded number two this evening. Happy to do it. Happy to fill in. Love being here with you, man. Yeah, I Joe, miss Joe, though. I uh, do. Yeah, he just texted me. He was like, sorry, man. And I was like, Joe, I think I've done this to you like five times now, so it's okay. It's. It, I mean, I forgot that you had left, but you did. You left mm-hmm. at least a couple times this summer. It happens. We have lives. Yep. Gone, I, I hope so. Anyways. Gone twice in June. Gone once in August. Might have been gone another time in July. I'm not sure. So it's my turn. It's it's my turn. Joe's uh, having some fun tonight, and uh, I, okay. I recommend all people out there to remind yourself to have fun, especially on a school night. And for those of you that could be future parents, keep it in mind. You will revel in the school night soirees. Like my wife and I, when I get home tonight, we, you know, we are, we're hoping to have a baby, but the the point is we don't yet. So we still have this free time before we decide, you know, to go to bed, we could watch whatever show we want. We could Mm -hmm. maybe throw a Halloween movie on. We got 13 days until the actual day. We can just watch every single scary movie without any fear of any prying eyes seeing anything. Yeah. I, uh, I, I went out myself last night on a school night. Nice. Um, very fortunate to see hip hop legends De La Soul 
the Wu Tang Clan and Nas. That is a show. It was it was an excellent excellent show. I'm not a big arena guy. It was at the Moda, um, but we had we had great seats. Um, I was with the bestie. We we had a really good time. Talib Kweli came out and nice. did some stuff with De La Soul. That was great. Method Man showed up. I thought Raekwon stole the show as far as Wu Tang goes. Nas sounded excellent for being fifty. And uh, Inspector Deck was wearing a Scoot Henderson jersey, so that was well appreciated. Yeah, that's good by the fans. Then after that, we decided to go to a bar, which means I didn't get home till about one a.m. And I took my wife to the airport this morning at five thirty. Ooh, I mean, after you go to a good show, you gotta go to a bar. And, and dude, Wu Tang Clan—that's not just a night out. That's above and beyond. That, right. that, that's like a whole celebration history here. Like, dude, we're gonna enjoy this night, and we're gonna extend it. Right. It's for the children. Wu Tang is for the children. So I made sure to have myself. Uh, Drinks in honor of the children. More importantly, me not having them that night. <laughs> yeah, good for you. But then you had to you had to just turn right back around and be dad the next morning. That that's good for you, man. That's a quick one. That T- sucks. Today's been rough, my friend. I'm not gonna lie. I'm running on about four hours of sleep. So did you wake up at five AM? Uh, I woke up we had to leave at five thirty. I woke up at about five fifteen. See, your day has been way more hectic. And than then I went to then I went to work. I had like major issues this afternoon, but it was nothing like what you dealt with. It was just it was like <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, it's first the, world problem. It's the sacrifices you make at this age when you decide to party on a school night. Yeah, that's what you got to do, baby, but it's worth it. Totally. So worth it. Totally worth it. Until tomorrow morning when you're feeling like you're dragging ass again. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like day two and three. When you're 25, you know, it doesn't take you two days to recover, but when you're, when you're 35, 45, feeling it from like a Wednesday night on a Friday, you're like, God help me. <laughs> Yeah, and usually I'm in bed by about 8.45, 8.30, and asleep by 9.30, 10. I won't get home tonight until 10.30. I'm not really excited. I need a shower. Mm-hmm. I'm gross. Yeah, I can smell you through the window. Yeah, I'm gross. Good thing the studio's just me today. <laughs> no show to, <laughs> to pick up on the offensive BO. Well, I'll leave some farts for the boys in the morning. Oh, God, I hope not. I'll just I, I rotate used to, chairs with them. I used to work with a co-host that... He would just, it was the worst. And the studio was maybe a corner of what we have right yeah. now. And every time, you could just tell like an hour after he had been there that he was there and he left his scent and it was ass and it was nasty. Yeah, the last studio, our old studio down on the down on the poop-filled Willameda, uh, that, uh, that did not lend itself nice. If you had food in there or bodily functions, it, it lived in there. Mm. For a solid few hours, the primetime boys in the summer would always have the door open with a giant fan. Okay, blowing in there. That's disgusting. See, I don't I, know. I, part of it is because the AC didn't really work in there, but I think it's also because you're sweating. You kind of gross. Oh, I only that, caught that. I was there that for like swamp. I was there for two weeks. I barely used that bathroom, and apparently, I dodged a bullet. Yeah, you dodged a bullet. There were definitely bathrooms to use and bathrooms not to use. Mm. I always went to the far side of the building at the end of the night. I'm mm. um, kind of back what we called the bullpen where everybody's desks were. Yes. I used to go use those during the end of the night because nobody was in the office, and I just always used the women's bathroom. Hmm. It's cleaner. It's nicer. Pull and nobody creed. was, and especially in the end, nobody was on that side of building, so it was like. Nobody's going to walk in on you. Like yeah, nobody had been in the there office. since the two days before when the cleaning crew had already cleaned it, so it was like pristine. Now, is it like the office where they have a couch in the women's bathroom? As no. Opposed to, see, that, that would have been just like full-on take a nap in there. Yeah, no, not, not that great. 
<laughs> we did have couches though. One time, one time at the old station. Ooh, let's walk down memory lane at the old station. Let's do it. Uh, when it was 120. Oh God. Uh, I was living in my apartment at the time, which has a window AC unit, and I think I was able to keep the apartment temperature to about 85. But you have to sit in front of the AC directly yeah. to feel any relief. And I slept on the couch and I couldn't sleep. And yeah. I was, it was the summer of swag. So I was producing the morning show. Ah, just got off that. <clears throat> and I woke up at like 1 a.m. drenched in sweat. So sleeping on the couch right next to the AC unit. I got up and drove to the station, got to the station, and outside it was like 90 degrees at 1.30 in the morning. And yeah. I went into the station, I found a couch, and it was a cool 68 inside. And I found that couch, and I just passed right out. Hell yeah. See, do, do, if you had a shower in the building, too, that would have been perfect. There was a shower in the building, but nobody ever wanted to use it because outside of that shower was this towel that had been there forever, and nobody ever knew if anybody used it. It was never wet because it was, like, basically cardboard at that point. Uh-huh. Um but it was like the 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 guardian of the shower that it was like uh, I don't know if I want to step into that bad boy. If we're uh, if we're trust tree in it, I, I had a very similar situation with a ominous shower with a very creepy looking towel. I used it. I used the towel. Yeah, yeah. I, I had no other yeah, way. I, I I was like four or five hours of sleep at the radio station. I'm like, dude, and this is another radio station than you worked at. And I'm like, dude, I need a shower. Mm-hmm. And whoever's towel this is, I apologize. You've got my brand all over it now. Yep. I do I do feel fortunate in my current job. I do have showers. Okay. So Underrated. I, Underrated thing to have at work. Yeah, yeah. I accidentally, I don't know if you remember if I talked about it, when I put my foot through the water main uh, in the oh, front I yard. Remember. Oh yeah, God. I put my foot through the water main in the front yard and it like flooded the entire street. Uh. And so the city came out and shut my water off. But because of some weird circumstance, they couldn't fix it. So I had to call somebody to fix it. So we didn't have water in the house for three days. And that sucked. But I was able to shower at work every day. Yeah, you didn't affect, you didn't feel the effect as much as your fam. So I almost got a 30 day free trial at Crunch Fitness just to use a shower. I understand why. This, this, this fat dad bod ain't working out. <laughs> yeah, you want to walk into a, any locker room with that? Same here. Like, I would not, I, I would feel very ashamed. Just get me in my own bathroom. Please. As Charles Barkley once said in a T Mobile commercial, I don't lift weights because they're heavy and I don't work out because I get tired. That's fair. And I, uh, I, I'm here for that. I live that life. <laughs> well, it's easy to say when you're a multimillionaire and you get the best <laughs> doctors in the world. But I okay, live that Charles. life. As a common man without the best doctors, I live that life. Well, ditto over here, buddy. And Joe's even <clears throat> living it up farther without a doctor tonight. So congrats to him. But we'll, we'll hold it down. Oakley we'll Doakley. Well, we do got a baseball show for you tonight. Just me and Jordan with you. So stay tuned for that. We got a lot to get to. I mean, we're in the LCS right now and... Phillies are mashing a ton of home runs in Houston, and Texas just went final. Looks like we got a series there. Martin uh, Maldonado's hair is orange. Bright orange. Oh my God. With, like, a little bit of red. It's kind of almost the color of the jersey, but almost a shade red, in my opinion. Yeah, they missed it by a couple of shades. So we got a lot to get to. Plus, we'll have fair foul at the bottom of the 9 o'clock hour. Stick with us. We got a loaded show. Real fun. Let's start with the new fun bad guys of baseball. 
We'll start there. This is the hot corner, 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. 8.15 here on Portland Sports Leader. We are live from the shadows of the historic Fremont Bridge. Astros defeat the Rangers 8-5. That just went final. Jordan Alvarez on the postgame show with the boys who are speaking to him in Spanish and translating, which I just... I, I can't get enough of in baseball. You like there, that? There's something about baseball. You like that? There's something about baseball, whether, you know, it's a Yoshida or an Atani or an Ichiro who don't speak English or... Well, he, Ichiro does really well. Uh, or, or or kids from the islands, you know. I, I, I love it because it shows, like, the cultural side of baseball. Okay. Instead of just being a bunch of white guys from America. I, I can't get enough of it, so I kind of... I don't know, gravitate towards players like Jordan Alvarez when he speaks to the media, who doesn't really speak speak English. And I think it's even cool to see, you know, two Hall of Famers and a steroid guy, or two steroid guys and a Hall of Famer. I can't figure out which way I want to go with that. Speak to a guy in Spanish and translate for him. I think it's cool. And Derek Jeter can never get A-Rod away from the right side of his body. Just always hanging I know. there. I always know. Always hanging. And, and, and with, with the whole thing, uh, guys giving interviews in different languages, I like it. I do also like, it's just, I'm not really sure which one I would prefer because I feel like both have benefits. I always think of Ichiro when Bob Costas interviewed him in English and in Japanese and his answer about what's your favorite American phrase and it was, it's hotter, you know, than a rat's 
bleep in an effing wool sock. <laughs> and, and and Ichiro's saying that, and just Bob Costas and the whole production crew's dying. Yeah. So there are those moments too, you know, with cultures meeting that I do feel like it's funny when they learn the language and they can make the jokes like that. But I just mm-hmm. I, I see what you're saying too. So I yeah. feel like both win both are winners. And I think it gives guys like Jordan Alvarez who might be shy to the media because he doesn't speak English. Yeah. Um, let him relax and talk about baseball and enjoy the greatness that he his star is rising <clears throat> with living legends uh on that. So that's great. And we'll get to the Astros and Rangers series a little bit later, but I do want to start I've got this interesting thought. So the Astros for the last what, 7 8 years have been the the most hated team in baseball. This is right? their seventh straight NLC or ALCS appearance. Yeah. They're they're clearly hated, but it but it's different than hating the Yankees. It's yeah. different than hating the Red Sox. Or if you're a Cubs fan, you hate the Cardinals. If you're, you know, uh, uh, whatever. If you're a Dodger fan, you hate the Giants. There's legitimate hurt behind this, this Right. Hate. This Astros team, it's like everybody hates you. Yeah. Not just Yankee fans, not just Dodger fans. Players. For what you pulled on them. But, like, players hate you. Coaches. All fan bases hate you. Um, but what I'm starting to think, and I, what is a really cool development so let me let me backtrack for a second. As a guy who got a degree in theater, I, I was an actor for a long time, and I studied it and took it very seriously and really learned all different methods and 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 techniques and stuff like that and really kind of studied the craft. Yeah. They always said the best written character, the best written villains are ones you kind of side with that have a little, that are a little humanized. Okay. Because uh, otherwise you're just a baddie. You're just bad, and I hate you, and there's no redeeming quality. That's why they say Darth Vader is one of the greatest villains of all time because there's a side to him that you kind of empathize or sympathize with as his character is so tragic. So that's kind of, you always want to find a bad guy that you can kind of root for. That means they're doing a good job as the bad guy. The Astros are not that. My question is, are the Phillies that? Because the Phillies have a team full of guys you would love to punch in the face. Staring at you right now, number three, Bryce Harper. That's the ringleader of the whole operation. I don't have an issue with Trey Turner. I don't think he's that, but he's kind of now guilty by association. JT Real Muto has really kind of gone into that. Uh, Alec uh, Alec Baum has gotten into that as well. the who's who's the greasy kid in the outfield? Stott, yeah, Bryson Stott. Bryson Stott, yeah. he's and like that. Nick Castellanos, Nick who Castellanos, was already a jerk. Yeah. Schwarber, like all these guys, you're like, God, I just hate you. But as we are sitting here in the in the final four, and the and and the Phillies just putting on this offensive juggernaut, whether it was against the Braves, against the Marlins, now against now against the Diamondbacks. Part of me is like, I should hate these guys, and I'm kind of rooting for them. I think it's like, it's that they've got this F.U. mentality for no reason. (laughs) Like, like, my mama didn't like me, and now I hate everybody. And it's like, no, man, your mom really did like you. They are from Philly. I know, and they've just, like, gravitated towards that. And I think, you know, going back to that cultural thing, as we were talking about with Jordan Alvarez... I got a I got a buddy that I work with who is who is uh based in Philly and I I keep asking him like dude how did you assemble a team that is the carbon copy of what Philadelphia sports fans are and he just responded with it's amazing and I was like hey Bryce looked good last night I love him and it's like you realize everybody else hates him and he's like don't care he's on my team doesn't matter 
And so I sit here and I watch them, you know, with Schwarber hitting bombs and, you know, Bryce is batting like 385 in the postseason right now. And Trey Turner is doing Trey Turner things. And that team just keeps unloading. Yeah, that's my question. Is it, do we now have a bad guy that at times you kind of want to root for? Well, I think of the Astros situation compared to the Phillies here. And I can't help but when I think of Houston and them being hated, I mean, it's funny how I feel like that how little intelligence current day 2023 MLB fans throw, you know, shade at the Astros like a Kyle Tucker who wasn't even on the team. Right, right. We bring it up several times and it's funny. It's like the, I think the faces of hate for the Astros and, and I'll tell you why I think this is important in a second compared to the Phillies. But the faces of hate with the Astros are like Jose Altuve, you know, with the whole buzzer thing, but more so with the apology alongside mm-hmm. Alex Bregman. And I think Alex Bregman's douchey face. I just want to punch it. And I still hold that against Correa and Springer and all those guys that aren't there anymore. And Carlos freaking Beltran. Yes. I I mean, there are so many guys that that try to act like good guys that Mm -hmm. are not. Right. That I think it adds to, you know, the whole aura of the Astros being hated. And I understand it. And if I met Alex Bregman in person, I'd probably be like, you're a douche. Yeah. I wouldn't want to have a beer with you. I wish you weren't so good at baseball because I hate you. Yeah, or life. You've got a hot wife. You've got a beautiful family. Like, screw you. You don't deserve any of that. You've been a douche since you were the age of 13. What adversity have you had to face? Now, on the other side of the coin, you look at the Philadelphia Phillies and ask, are they the villains? I feel like it's like a ragtag collection of possible villains. Like Mm -hmm. you said, they absolutely perfectly match the city of Philadelphia. But I think of, when I say adversity, a guy like Bryce Harper, who uh, he fought so much adversity coming through graduating high school as a 16 year old going to college playing with a wooden bat anyways taking cover the sports illustrated exactly taking s from other players that had no business giving him crap just because they're jealous a-holes that want you know that want to make it tougher for a guy they know is going to be making way more money that they're all sitting at home watching hit home runs on his birthday leaves a team that wins the world series the next year exactly he does what he wants and he's not the biggest a-hole while doing it. You think back to the clown question, bro. It's like he's he's all business. Mm-hmm. Bryce Harper is all business, and that's what he's been from the age of 16 on. So if you're an MLB fan, it kind of, for me, it's it's made me develop a bit of a respect for a guy that I would normally not like as sure. a fan of any sport. And I feel like not just Philly fans, but everybody sees that in Bryce Harper. And Trey Turner, he's not the biggest D-bag. He just played for L.A., who yeah. were a bunch of D-bags. Yeah. So you look at this roster, they're hated, but I would say like Nick Castellanos and greasy Brandon Marsh represent more (laughs) of what I don't like in this league. So I I, I hear what you're saying and and I agree to a certain point, but I am just not sure there will ever be any team that unseats the almighty crap Houston Astros. Yeah, I agree. Uh, old friend of mine, Ryan, he 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 texted me earlier and he was like, and he, this is great. It's, it's a, a wrestling analogy. The Phillies are like the heel that you like. Okay. You know, when you, I don't know how much wrestling you watch, but I watch a lot when I was a kid and resurfaced a little bit uh, before COVID. There's bad guys that you're kind of like, yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, the I like that he's bad. Yep, yep. And I think that's what the Phillies are right now because I started thinking about it today. I was listening, you know, listening to national and local radio all day and reading articles and just kind of thinking to myself, you know, Bryce is probably the closest in baseball we have. I've seen in my lifetime to a LeBron James, mm. the anointed 
prodigy. Yeah. The guy who's supposed to come in and be one of the game changers. I think it's a lot harder in baseball to be that. Of course. Than, than basketball. No no shot at LeBron by any means. I mean, he's a generational talent. No, you're fighting athlete. six different cultures where baseball, they live and breathe it. So, right. know, that's hard. You got a guy the size of Jordan Alvarez on the same team as a guy the size of Jose Altuve. It's just kind of a different sport. Um, but Bryce, yeah, like you were mentioning, everything he's been through, he he's the prodigy, he's the chosen one, he's got multiple MVPs. What's he missing? He's missing the ring. And as somebody who used to sit on this show and bang on Bryce Harper every chance I had, <laughs> I hate him. I absolutely hate him. But God, I love watching him play baseball. And I sit here right now watching what the Phillies are doing to Arizona. And I, I would love to get to Arizona too next. But yeah. watching what Phillies what Philly did to Atlanta and watching how they haven't missed a step with Arizona, although I think Atlanta was the better team than Arizona. It's kind of like, you know what? Give Bryce his ring. The guy's going to Cooperstown. You might as well give him a ring for it too. I feel like this is. And a deserved ring. (sighs) I can't disagree with anything you just said. I feel like this is a situation where like you look at a movie villain and the Phillies are kind of like, Hans Gruber, you know, where I, I watch Die Hard totally, and get into it. Totally, But you're kind of like, man, that Alan Rickman's really pulling this off. He's very suave. He's very smooth. Right. He's put together. He's well-spoken. And then you turn to, like, a, a completely hated team, and I'll just pick a villain out of thin air. I hate Kylo Ren from the recent Star sure. Wars. Can't stand him. Nobody can like him, I think, yeah. in any of the Star Wars movies that have come out. So that's what I compare the Astros to, and it's just a much more likable villain in the Phillies mm-hmm. team, man. Yeah, and it's funny. With Jeter on TV... I grew up and Jeter ripped the heart yeah, out Jeets. of Jeets ripped the heart out of every team I ever got behind. God. And so his last the, base hit in the majors was an RBI single. He's so, always been good. So I always hated him. But I had no reason to hate him. The only reason I hated him was because he was beating my teams. Yeah. But he's not a bad guy. But he was a villain that eventually I came around and in the latter days, after that like oh uh oh nine, oh eight World Series they won, in his later years I was kind of like Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss Derek Jeter when he's not playing baseball anymore. And I think I'm on that same trajectory with Bryce Harper. All right. I hated the guy forever. And now I'm just like, you know what? The dude's out of his mind. Give him the hardware. And then I'll stop hating him and just enjoy watching him play baseball. Because the reality is, is he's killing it right now. He's killing it, and I think the stats shut a lot of people up. But the stats, along with, like I said, just everything he had to face coming through and now making that decision to come to Philadelphia, at first it wasn't pretty. You know, no. they went through Joe Girardi. It, it looked like a bit of an albatross contract mm-hmm. with the injury, possibly. And but, he had the thumb and then yeah. the elbow, and now it's kind of like, ooh, boy, are you injury-prone? Like, this is tough. It could have gone Mike Trout's way. No, it, it, Bryce Harper continued to, to make it, you know, make – Lemonade out of lemons, essentially. Yeah, and it's I'm I'm so glad you mentioned Mike Trout because we've been comparing those two since they came in the league. Uh, they came yeah. in the league at the same time. It's like who are you taking, Bryce Harper or Mike Trout? Bryce Harper or Mike Trout? And the answer was always Mike Trout. Well, guess what? That answer is not Mike Trout anymore. No, I think this playoff is showing that the answer is Bryce Harper. There's this there's this great text that just came in on the Vancouver Ford line. Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit VancouverFord.com, 503-864-6326. As a Braves fan, even I have appreciated this conversation. And I think, and I think that's where we're at. I'm not here to slurp him. Like I hate Bryce Harper. But as a as a wannabe media member trying to pull that bias aside, 
the guy's good. And he's now showing it to us whenever they need him, it's him. He might not be hitting, but he's the guy in the dugout that everyone's like, hey, we got this. And he's like, we got this. We're good. I think the way they absolutely slammed the Braves in the division series, too, kind of helped people fall in love with Philly because Atlanta was your team. It was it was kind of shocking. To uh, yeah, see. I had Atlanta win in the World Series. I yeah. still believe that. Even after they lost Game One, I was like, eh, I still like Atlanta in this series, and they shut us all up. And credit to Rob Thompson, who I gave no chance to. So, so I just got to say, I'm going to eat crow on that. The Phillies' new manager, who was essentially just a Yankees bench coach forever <laughs> and was a Girardi transplant, brought yeah. Kevin Long over. This is like Yankees coaching staff 2.0 for Phillies right now, and, and they're doing very and well. And he's on the precipice to go into back-to-back World Series. And if they do go to the World Series, they will be favored against whichever one of these teams wins in the American League. And honestly, at this point, because it would be one of the team's bitter rivals against my Mariners in the division of the AOS, I hope they win. I want the Phillies to win. I want them to put it away. A 4 nothing sweep by the Phillies. Uh, that, would, that would help me sleep easier at night as an Ebbs fan. That, and that, I'm, I'm kind of there as well. But there is another team in this NLCS, and as fun as it is for the Schwarbombs and Turner and Harper and the conversation and Zach Wheeler just looks great and that bullpen's not falling apart. Um, there is some really cool stuff to talk about when it comes to Arizona. And I've got a really great theory that I've been kind of stewing on and thinking about and why Arizona could still be dangerous in this series, but could be dangerous for years to come. We'll get to that next, but first, Schultze with sports. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, we'll switch over to the American League Championship Series. Now 2-1 Texas lead over the Astros with Game 4 tomorrow. No starters announced yet, but I have to imagine it's going to be Verlander and Jordan Montgomery. Most likely is what I would think, but not announced as of yet. Uh, but we talked about the Phillies and how they kind <clears> of <throat> seem like they're on a destiny path. But what's really been fascinating to me, and probably one of the lesser talked about storylines of this postseason, is the Arizona Diamondbacks. They kind of squeaked their way in the playoffs. They had a bit of a struggle post-All-Star break, dis- despite trying to make moves to really solidify that team and go on a run. Well, guess what? Here they are on a run. And they're easy not to talk about because you've got the Astros, you got the big home runs from Texas, Philly is just putting on a show, so it's it's easy to let these guys be the bottom of the four teams left. <clears throat> but what I find fascinating about this team, and it's hats off to that entire managing staff, is these kids, and I say kids 
despite Evan Longoria being my age on this team. <clears throat> I say kids because they brought up a lot of guys. Brandon Fott, former Hillsboro Hop. He's going to pitch tomorrow. Corbin Carroll's going to be Rookie of the Year, former Hillsboro Hop, even if it was only for 11 games. Did you know he batted like 416 in those 11 games? I'm sure he did. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're easy to like, easy to say, okay, the kids, they remind me of the Astros in like 15. Like, okay, you're a little ahead of schedule. The Orioles last year, and hell, maybe even the Orioles this year. You're a little ahead of schedule, but the future is bright. But what I'm absolutely in love with when it comes to this Diamondbacks team is this series against the Phillies could not be more opposite than their series with the Dodgers. However, they are learning on the fly. With the Dodgers, they jumped out to early leads. Home runs, got to starters, exposed the weakness of the Dodgers, which was their pitching staff, got to the bullpen early, which was taxed and couldn't do anything, and Arizona embarrassed L.A. You step into the Philly series, and they're now doing this to you. And so it's kind of, when you look at it, especially with kids, you look at it, it's like, oh, they're going to crumble. This is going to get ugly real quickly. And yeah, game two was ugly. 10-0, you put a 10 spot up and the LCS on you, that's ugly. However, I loved what I saw in game one. The Phillies got out to a quick early 4-0 lead, tacked on another, got to 5-0, and Arizona took that thing to the end. Scraped away, a solo shot here, a manufactured run there. So what they learned against L.A. was get on them early, and they did that. What they have to learn against Philly now is how to climb back in. And game two is not a good example of this. Makes me look real dumb, and this could be a hot take exposed. I loved what I saw from them in game one. You're done. It's the sixth inning. Everybody's turning the game off. We yeah. expect you to lose. Chip, 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 chip. And they I don't think they're going to get swept. And if they do get swept, it's because two of those games are going to be, two or three of those games are 5-3, 2-1, 8-7, cetera. This team is learning on the fly. And they're built for the future. And I'm very, very impressed with what they're doing over there. Yeah, the Arizona Diamondbacks are kind of a story of a mediocre, like, regular season team playing uh, the best baseball at the right time in the postseason. But you mentioned the grit, and you mentioned their ability to stay in games. And, you know, you look at a guy like Fott, his ERA, you're like, what? Initially, you're like, why the hell are you starting this guy, Lavolo? But you get he's been on a run. You know, these mm -hmm. guys have been playing really good baseball at the right time. And, yeah, Corbin Carroll, nobody thought he was going to be the rookie of the year, you know, this right. year. I, I don't think anybody had him on early season lists so you got that you've got leadership that's already been there so you talk about this perfect combination of of guys on really what was every single batting average ops uh home runs are actually in the lower third you know same with rbis this diamondbacks team did not put up crazy numbers during the regular season but it's that leadership with guys that have been there not just evan longoria you mentioned the management and their manager tori lavulo who was boston red sox's bench coach i think for at least one world series and see and i didn't know that until mookie Betts said i can't root for the guy he taught me everything i know about baseball exactly and i was like wait a sec this guy, top Mookie Betts, my new favorite player in baseball, how to play baseball. Well, he had been interviewed, I Who think. Who is this guy? He had, been, he had been interviewed for at least three or four managerial jobs before the Diamondbacks finally took the chance on him. I want to know who this guy is, ah. if Mookie Betts is talking that highly of him. And here we are. He's got a team ahead of schedule. Think about this. Do you know who their opening day ace was? Is he, like, it, injured? It's Madison Bumgarner. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah, he's not even on the roster. It's Madison Bumgarner, and they cut him, like, two months into the season. And then they dude. have Zach Allen, who started the All-Star game. Like, let's not forget this stuff. This team is built. 
and they might have run into the unstoppable force that is the Philadelphia Phillies. But I'll tell you what, you really want to nerd out on some baseball? Watch these guys. Scratch out a run here, solo dinger, no one's paying attention, then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, S, it's 5-3, and, and they, there's two innings left. They made, I, I will call it, a very ballsy move, and basically the antithesis of what the Mariners did. A lot of people have compared their situation when the M's traded Paul Seawald to the Diamondbacks for a couple of guys in Canzone and Rojas and Bliss, but look who's in the playoffs now. Look yeah. who's competing to go to a World Series, and look who's sitting at home. I, I do think that that key addition, Seawald, I mean, he was nails in the first few games of the playoffs. Yeah. I think he <clears throat> went like three for three and saves mm-hmm. his first three appearances. He's come in and did exactly what I was hoping he would do for Seattle last year, but he had no experience, and then they trade that. You know, he's figured it out. Like, remember, he had to turn his Twitter off after giving up yep. one of those games last year at the end for Seattle. Gave up the game-winning hit or walked somebody in, and... It was embarrassing for him for the offseason, and now he's doing exactly what Mariners fans wanted to see. So and I, I think I think Mets fans live, won. I think Mets fans live in that same world too with Tommy Pham. Ooh. Now I hate Tommy Pham. I think that guy is a huge. He's a douche jerk. Canoe. He's, he's a, a jerk. jerk. He pads his stats. That's all he cares about is himself. But boy, he's been pretty important for Arizona on this run, You're especially against the Dodgers. Like he was a one man wrecking crew against them. And that goes to show that, yeah, in late August and a lot of September, those free, those trade deadline acquisitions that Arizona got were not looking like they were going to pan out very well. However, they're in the LCS, and a lot of it is because of guys like Tommy Pham and Paul Seawald, and that's what's going to keep that's what's going to keep them going. I'm very excited to see the future of this team. I'm not as privy to ownership, so I'm not sure how they are in terms of spending money. But you get yourself another starter, and you get yourself a veteran bat, another veteran bat in that lineup that can do more than Evan Longoria. No offense, but my man, you're my age. Um, this team is going to be big, big trouble for your Dodgers, your Giants, your Padres. Think about that. This is... Going into next year, this team could be the odds, one of the dark horse or odds on favorites to win that division against the Giants, the Dodgers, and the and the Padres. You really think National Riders? And I, I agree with you. No, National really Riders won't national, do it. They're all Dodgers. Yeah. No, 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 National Riders Dave won't do Roberts it. Dave Roberts is back. No, but idiots like us, we might say, hey, I kind of like Arizona sneaking this out like the Giants did the other year. You know, they won the division. Absolutely. Yeah, they lost in the first round, but they won the division. And I think Arizona... If you want to nerd out on baseball, I highly recommend watching Tori Lavolo's kids and old man Longoria, who is just worshipped in that clubhouse. Watch this ride because it's great. And it's it's just too bad that they ran into the buzzsaw that is the Phillies. And let me really quickly bang the drum one more time on the Mariners because they got a guy that I used to love watching Seattle get uh, at bats for, and that was Cattell Marte. And he, as soon as he jumped to Arizona, and none of those players that the Mariners traded for are on the roster anymore. The main piece was Mitch Hanniger, who they just let go to San Francisco for nothing. And what's Cattell Marte doing in the playoffs this year? He's banging over 300. So I can't help but notice that yep. and say, look at this key player. He's hit at least 25 home runs. He had a great 35-plus home run season a year no three years ago excuse me so guys like that they've won a couple of trades basically robbed the m's blind in a couple of cases and with everything else you just said look at them they're they're ready if not primed for this year yeah yeah next year for sure yeah so game three tomorrow in the desert be ranger suarez versus brandon fought 
uh, and a, in an awesome time slot of two o'clock on TBS on a Thursday afternoon for us West Coast people. Thank you very much for that, Major League Baseball. Uh, when we come back, before we shift to this uh, Texas-Houston series, there is a Texas player that I'm kind of rooting to do this just to see if this theory comes true. And we'll get to that next. It's the Hot Corner, Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Love baseball? So do these guys. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on 1080 The Fan. Fair or foul coming up at the bottom of the 9 o'clock hour. Everybody's favorite. Tune in for that. Uh, Ranger Suarez versus Brandon Fott tomorrow. I expect a high-scoring game. I'd like to see if Fott could get five innings in and not get wrecked. Uh, but Suarez could be up and down. So that'll be a fun one to watch. I'll be tuning in to that. Side note, Jordan, did you know that I saw tomorrow's Game 3 in Arizona the cost to get in the door is around $7. The cost to get in the door of Game 2 for the Phillies in Citizens Bank, $460. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't tell you that Citizens Bank is the new insane asylum, the new black hole of Major League Baseball in the playoffs, you're out of your mind. That place is ready to be the scariest place in baseball. Imagine if they get to the World Series and they play Texas, I think they will have home field advantage. Okay. I think. I think Houston would if they go in because they won their division. Philadelphia, yeah, 90 and 72. They all finished 90 and 72. And so what's the tiebreaker there? Or we're not doing the All Star game winner anymore. No, 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 no. So, so that, that sure. ended a long time ago. Although, side note, Texas. Houston and Philly all have the same record. Well, hey, the Mariners won 84% of their games, all right? That's, that's all I know. Yeah, all I got to do is get 57%. Um, anyway, so that'll be a great game, and I'm, I'm really excited, and I find it hilarious. I like want to drive to Arizona just to pay $7 to walk into an LCS game. But I wanted to talk about this. Before we really get into this Houston-Texas series, which hopefully is lined up to be a great one, I've been thinking about this and kind of asking some of my baseball friends, and I'll pose this question to you, Jordan. Yeah. And also the Vancouver Ford text line, 864-503-8646. Fan, your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. Trust me, I own one. And my thought is on Corey Seager. If a man named Shohei Otani doesn't play baseball this year, Corey Seager is the American League MVP, and it's not close. Shohei had to do Shohei stuff to keep Corey Seager out of that. And don't forget, Corey Seager missed a month and a half of the season. I love this kid. I've always been a huge fan of him. I was really glad to see him leave the Dodgers, although I was shocked they let him walk. If Texas gets to the World Series and they win the World Series, I know this is a lot of if, 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 but if Texas gets to the World Series and they win the World Series and Corey Seager is the MVP... Can we build this bust in Cooperstown? That's two World Series MVPs on two different teams in two different leagues playing shortstop. I mean, isn't 
Cooperstown also about longevity of it as well. Agreed, but a two-time World Series MVP does that if he fin- if he finishes career with like a 278 batting average and 350 home runs but he's got two World Series rings and was MVPs in both of them? Is that the is that the difference between me going on a guy on a guy like Craig Biggio to me going that's that puts him over the over the hill well Craig Biggio I mean you made this comparison a couple of weeks ago so I went up to look clearly Craig Biggio. not I love Biggio as a player seems like a great human being would not have voted for him in the Hall of Fame but dude played three different positions why not he had he sure. he was some of the he was like not to a Cal Ripken Jr. status, but I looked up, man, he was an Iron Man. Dude only missed more than, like, 50 games once in a season. I know, and nobody's been hit by a pitch more than him, but he's a longevity guy. Yeah, but he's a longevity guy, but he also got on base all the freaking time. So, yeah, when you play 21 years and you hit near 300, you're going to be a Hall of Famer. Name the guys that have played 20 years in the majors. The the list is very thin. When you go to Corey Seager, he's only 29, you know, at 170 home runs. And then you think about two-time World Series MVPs, Sandy Koufax, Bob Gibson, and then the only position player that's ever won it twice, Reggie Jackson. So, right. obviously, all of those guys... On two are, different teams. Yeah, uh, There you go. So, some of those guys are, or excuse me, all those guys are some of the best to ever play the game. So, you figure, if Corey Seager is at this elite level in the playoffs, then he will round out, you know, to 350, 400 career homers. That, plus his, you know, two World Series MVPs, if they do win. I, I think that makes it automatic, but he's got to play another six years first. I think if he fell off the table tomorrow... Unfortunately, no. Well, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, if he wins the World Series this year and is MVP again and then is never to be seen again, I'm totally with you. But if if that were to happen and he finishes out this giant contract he has with Texas, which, by the way, they're getting every dollar value of oh, that. Oh, my goodness, they are. Um, I'm curious what the landscape looks like. I want to I'm, – I'm, like, so curious. Am I in the vacuum – or am I potentially looking at something that is going to be a real conversation for people to have? Because I don't know if I don't know if nationally we give Corey Seager the respect he's deserved. He played on those Dodgers teams and won a World Series, but he had to sit behind Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts, Justin Turner, Clayton Kershaw. People loved Will Smith. More than they loved Corey Seager. Will Smith's a great player. No, no shot. Yeah. I like Will Smith a lot. But Corey Seager was like kind of almost felt forgotten on that team, which might be why he left. Well, I think it may not be why he left, but the forgotten. Well, I think part... he left because Texas was like, "Hey, you want a Rod money?" Absolutely. <laughs> he was like, I definitely want a Rod money. But I, I think the forgotten part has more to do with how many games he's played. You look at 2018 and 2021; he missed significant time. So that there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of injuries, unfortunately, that he's had to deal with. Plus the 50 games this year. Mm-hmm. It's not a Mike Trout esque situation. No, 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 no. But it's st- when you start to look at. Two and a half seasons of significant time missed. That, you know, overall, that yeah. will affect your numbers. Get Tommy and, John on his elbow. Exactly. And unfortunately, when guys are looking at the Hall of Fame, when it's all said and done, they really are comparing, you know, 400 homers versus 350. And sure. injuries 
we've we've talked about it with several different guys. I mean, how many times has a good player had a good couple of seasons and then fallen off because his body just won't cooperate in any sport? Paging Andrew McCutcheon. Exactly, which is why I think you you, you kind of... If Griffey doesn't have 600 home runs, we're probably talking about the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, great five-year stretch in Seattle, but dude, then you fell off. Yeah, but but that uh, when you poo-poo the longevity part of it, that's hard to do. Right. And, and I, I mean, if I Googled how many players have played 20 years in Major League Baseball, I bet the list is less than like 30 or 40 players. Sure, long. sure. So, so there's... And especially guys after 1970 exactly there's definitely in today's day and age nothing to papoo at for 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 a guy able to hang around that long and hopefully i mean like i said Corey seager is 29 years old hey he's got like what six or seven years still left on this deal so he's going to be in his late 30s when this expires if he stays healthy yes guaranteed hall of famer but i think that is the caveat unfortunately for him and i think a lot of this is driven by my own personal bias because as we're about to get into the Texas Houston series coming up here in the second hour. All eyes are on Altuve has been awful in the playoffs. You know, he had a good game today, but he's been awful in the playoffs. Yeah. Eyes are on uh, Alex Bregman. Jordan Alvarez is the sexiest thing in baseball playoffs right God, now. He's so good. He's so good. And, you know, and so you look at that series and you talk about, you know, Josh Young had two home runs tonight, yep. or Tavares' Rob in center field, or Jordan Montgomery pitching real well, or Bruce Bochy, can he do this again? Sort of thing that I think my bias is scared that we are not giving Corey Seager the appropriate love he deserves. Yeah, I, I, So I'm here to give him that. I like it. I'm to the two people listening. I'm seeing where you're going, and as a fan of Mariners former third baseman Kyle Seager, I, I want Corey to succeed unless he is playing Seattle. So, <laughs> absolutely. I, I, I love Corey Seager. I'm, I'm such a huge fan of the way he plays baseball. All right, we come up. We got a loaded second hour. We'll do fair or foul at the bottom of it. But, yeah, let's get into this Houston-Texas series, do which it, I got yeah, a feeling. I want to talk. I'm just kidding. I'm just which, kidding. Which I hate Houston. Which I got a feeling we might be talking about a lot next week as well. So we'll get to that next. Loaded second hour. Don't go anywhere. The Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.